Hey guys, welcome back to the Life and Lessons of Me. I'm coming at you from Johnstown, PA again. Um, not my usual spot, four hours away, you know. I think I've said that before. But anyway, I'm coming at you at around the same time as I did last week uh, with the update here. So this is going to be part three. I'm just going to do a longer part three. Because um, I thought I was going to be doing this every day, but I found that I was mentally just drained every single day this week you know i've just been driving basically non-stop i've driven i think i lost count it was 24 at the end of last week and then we've driven so it's about i can't do math i can't do math it's like 25 more so 50 ish so i'm basically done um you know I have tomorrow and then Monday and then Tuesday. That's when I get my license on Tuesday. So it's pretty hype. Um, then of course I have to drive to Harrisburg after that. That's like two hours. Yay. But oh well. Um yeah, um, it'll be interesting. I can't believe like you never know where you're going until you get there, right? So <clears throat> being able to drive a car the way that I do uh, with a joystick, it's very similar to my wheelchair. If I didn't have as much experience driving this, I don't think I would be able to pick this up as easily um, or as quickly. Definitely not as quickly. Because um, I was talking to the guy who's teaching me how to drive. There are some people who, you know, just don't have the necessary abilities to drive. And that's not that's really unfortunate, but it's not, you know, it's, it's not something that you can really control if you can't physically do it. Right. Um, but I think for a normal person driving with a joystick makes no sense at all to anybody. Like, you know, driving my chair is hard for people that don't have a lot of experience doing that, but you think about it, I've been in this chair for about seven, six, seven years. Um, non-stop driving that every single day like basically I don't really like this comparison but it's accurate like the wheelchair is like my legs it's my mobility device you have a mobility device it's called your legs they work right you know um so I use a chair great but that experience and that constant use has helped me pick up driving a car and and just overall has helped my spatial awareness a lot uh, that and video games, probably. Um, yeah, so so that kind of thing is where I'm getting at. You don't know where you're going or why you're doing something until you do it. And then my experience with college before living in a dorm, that's what I'm doing now. So, you know, I've experienced this kind of, you know, and I'm actually doing stuff this time. So it's less crap. Like, it's less just boring sitting in my room doing nothing all day it's driving for five hours be, being exhausted and just chilling out in this room you know so I'm used to that my mom not so much and you know it's I don't know it's like I'm trying to be as understanding as I can but there's some things that like send me over the edge and I'm not trying to do that and it's Still, again, like I've mentioned my ability to um, 
you know, default to being snarky or like being a jerk, but that's not really what I want to be doing or who I am. You know, it's just like some learned behavior that I'm getting through. Um, and I guess like I should be more empathetic towards my mom, but I just think that, I don't know. It seems to me like we're competing, but we don't need to be competing. We need to be working together. That doesn't make, it's just stupid that that's what it seems like. I'm not saying that is what it is. Like my mom and me are unstoppable. And I think we're very similar, which is why we sometimes butt heads. But, you know, me and my mom are capable of like lots of stuff. Like, honestly, I'm going to tell you, like for my audience who is like me, you can do anything. It's all a matter of, you know, pushing through the BS crap that you have to deal with and like following all the stupid regulations and like all the junk. Like if you want to drive a car, you absolutely can drive the car. And now some states are different and I appreciate living in PA where I do because um, again, the guy who's teaching me how to drive is telling me all this stuff. I'm like, so he said that in Maryland, it takes like three years to get this entire process done. This theoretically should take three months or so yeah if everything goes well right so first three weeks license everything after that is not really in my control i mean this wasn't in my control they just went all right we'll help you pay for your license now i'm like all right okay sounds good like but it was just the weirdest timing like we had already put a down payment on a car so Long story with that, we're going to have to get an approved trimmers. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so dumb. It's not, it's not smart. This, this system does not work for you whatsoever. Like there are ways to get what you want out of it. You just have to be willing to put up with the BS. You know, like I'm getting a traverse. They've done this in a traverse. So I'm getting a traverse regardless, like. You know, and, and they keep saying, well, I don't know. well, you know, it's the government's job to be no men. They say no to everything until they do it. They're like, well, and, and so the reason why they wouldn't use the car that I originally got is because it's not on some like some approved safety list that guess what? You got to pay to be on. So it's bullshit anyway. Like it's pay to win. You know what happened with Battlefront 2 after the pay to win shit? <laughs> you know, it's it just. That's me because gaming is my thing. But, you know, pay to win was a big issue and people were pissed about it in the gaming community um, for Battlefront 2 because it's like if you pay, you get these certain things um, earlier in the game. Like you don't have to do the normal progression um, like that the game would make you do. So this is the safety list for the crash test, the approved crash tested vehicles list. It's not on it, but obviously it's been crash tested or they wouldn't be able to sell anything, right? It's just the government has, you know, a deal with like some, something with these companies that, you know, there's not a lot of competition at all. It's not like a normal business. It's like a monopoly for real. Like, you know, like what is the market for accessible vans? It doesn't exist. Like it's, it's minuscule, okay? There is about like, I looked this up recently, but in the world, let me do it real quick while I'm on this. 
so I don't, you know, give you false information because that would be bad. <laughs> um, memento. All right. How many people are physically? Okay, well, that's not the right word, but whatever. All right. 61 million adults. 26%, which is one in four of adults, have some type of disability. So that's not as specific as I wanted it to be. Uh, here we go. So that's not what, let's just do the world. No, that's still not. I found the statistic, so I don't, I can't find it, but it's it's not that many. It's a good chunk of people, but not to the point of like the normal car market, right? So I can't just say, all right, I want whatever I want because it's not a proof. And especially if the government is helping me pay for it, I have to do what they want. So unfortunately, that means we have to get an approved traverse. Doesn't mean we don't have to get a traverse. I just think it's dumb because I'm more of a libertarian and I'm like, just let me do what I want. Is that so hard? Apparently, but yeah, I get it. It's their money. They want to know that it's being invested safely and it's not just going to be a waste of money. I get that. I get it. But I can also understand how much of a pain in the butt that is. It's a pain in the butt, especially since we rushed it. My bad. I wanted my license so much that I just said, I'll do it myself. And guess what? I screwed myself a little bit because I wanted to do something that they were denying me the ability to do. They were like, no, nope, you got to pay for it. We're not going to help you for like four years since I was 16. Not fun. Not fun. And, and the biggest thing that wasn't fun about that was seeing people younger than me. Even now, people younger than me are just getting their license. And so am I. I'm like, I don't know. There's something just like. I don't know. It's just like self-comparison is bad in that sense. Um, everyone's got their own life. You know, everything happens at a different time, at a different speed, you know. Um, that's what I'm saying. You don't know where you're going or what the point is until you're there, right? And now I'm here and I can see what the point is, right? This is like life-changing stuff. You know, I can go where I want, when I want, you know, the, the, you know, I still need some help, but like the um, independence that I'll gain is, you know, it's priceless, honestly, like it's worth all of the BS that I've been through the last four years trying to get this done. Like I was learning how to drive on the, a different system. Then that got vandalized, and guess what? They still don't have that van fixed yet. That's ridiculous. You know when that happened? September. You know what month it is now? March. Like, what? Why is it not done? That's my question. And, and then my other question is, how freaking long is my car going to take? And that's going to make me mad too. But we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> right? Right now, I'm just like, license focus like then i get my license that's fine i'll just it's useful it's helpful um especially since i don't have an official state id oops um but 
but yeah, um, it's going well. I haven't killed anybody. I haven't crashed a car. Drove at night. That was fun. Got blinded on the highway yesterday. That wasn't so fun. I still survived. <laughs> Didn't hit anything. Like, if you're ever somebody, if you're an able-bodied person, you're like, oh, I can't do that. That's BS. No excuse. Just do it. Right? Yes, you might be nervous. Like, I was super anxious to come up here and drive on these nutty roads. Like, nutty. They're crazy um, to me, anyway. But I'm able to do it. Like, I've been able to do it. I've been able to conquer my anxiety about that. Um, so, yeah, you can do it, too. Um, pick yourself up. Rework your mindset. Go to the gym. That helps mindset. You know, as much as I hate to say that, because I'm like against the gym for obvious reasons, but I will say the gym absolutely benefits your mindset because you have to know. You can't just be like, I think I can lift that. You have to be like, I can lift that. You have to know. Even if you don't know, just you got to know that you can lift it. Because if you're like, if you're strong enough to lift 200 pounds and you're like, nah, I can't do it. Then no, you're not going to be able to do it regardless of your physical strength there. But like, obviously you need to be strong enough to actually physically do it. But, you know, it works on, a mi on the mindset too, because you're like, I can do that. And then you do it. You know, and it gets easier every time you do it after that, right? So I was like, let's get my license, let's do it. And, and um, you know, on some of these roads, I'm like, oh, or like, ah, or like, can we not do that? But, you know, I do them anyway, because I'm on the road. I got nowhere else to go. So it's like when you get on a roller coaster, when I get in the car, I'm going where he tells me to. You know, I'm not familiar with the area at all. It's like going, it's exactly like going on a roller coaster you've never been on. You don't know when the corners are coming. You don't know, um, you know, when the drop is coming, or like when there's a hill coming or when there's a curve coming or whatever, you know, so... It's it's a lot of me having no choice but to face my fear, but I think everyone should force themselves to do it sometimes because like living in fear just is no way to live. It's not. You could survive in fear. That's what fear helps you do, survive, but you don't need it to live, right? You need it to not die, <laughs> which is not living, right? Like I said, surviving is not living. It's different. Um. And my mindset took a big dive. Like, it's just not been great. I mean, I've been better now. I've been able to, you know, reset a little bit. But it's just, I need I need help sometimes. You know, like, no one can do it alone. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very important to do what's important to you. You know, if, if something is important to you, you got to go do it. You owe yourself that, right? Because you don't know how much time you got right? You, you really don't. So if you want to do something, you go do it, okay? You don't not do it. You want to see somebody? You see somebody. If you want to tell somebody how you feel? Do it, because guess what? It's temporary. Life is temporary. So do everything that's possible now for you before it's too late, like driving. Obviously, I got a lot of time left, but, you know, it's something that I want to have happen before. You know, I just want to do it. It's okay. Self-driving cars or get a chauffeur. Nah, I, I want to do it. I want to do it. You know, it's rewarding to prove to yourself that you can do something that 
you know, people would be like, oh, that's weird. Or, whoa, that's so cool. Like the amount of skills needed to actually drive a car the way I'm doing, there's a lot of skills involved. Like, I'm not saying you couldn't learn how to do it. You absolutely can learn how to do it, but not in three weeks. Like I come up here, it's a crash course. Like literally it's a, it's a don't, it, I messed up the joke. It's a crash course without the crashing. Cause then I would be, you know, bad at driving. So yeah, it's a crash course without driving, without crashing. Like, can you tell that I'm kind of mentally exhausted here because gibberish, like, anyway, there will probably be one more next week, um, summarizing the rest, um, the final couple of days of driving. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with, this is part three and then I'll make part four next week when I'm home and, uh, after the Harrisburg trip, after I see the traverse, um, yeah. So, you know, um, keep working on the mindset, keep going after what you want, regardless of people who are telling you no, or telling you you can't, or are telling you it's impossible. Like, yes, sometimes it is impossible, but think about it. JFK was like, we're going to the moon. And guess when we got to the moon? 1969, one year before the deadline, which was 1970. And yes, we did actually go to the moon. So, about the well okay we didn't even go to the moon we built the rocket right it did something anyway now we totally went to the moon um like i'm saying like you can do the impossible if we can't do the moon in nine years when the technology did not exist like we're we were building that from scratch in nine years like you can do anything if if Elon can build a rocket that can take civilians up and autonomously do everything and fly around the earth for three days, yeah, you can do it. If I can drive a car one-handed with a joystick, you can do anything, okay? So that's my point. Um, and you don't know where you're going until you get there. So don't cut it short because you owe it to yourself to see what you've been through or to see the, the fruits of your uh, labor and, you know, to see your hard work to be okay, pay off. Like, you know, you gotta be there to see this and it's tough, but you just got to push through until you get to the end. Right. This is, you know, we're pretty close to the end of the tunnel here, like license, out the way. Car, that can happen on its own. You know, my license is my main focus. And that was what was so difficult to get because it's so damn expensive. And that's another thing. Why is it so damn expensive? I don't know. But it is because there's a limited market and it's advanced technology. And yeah, so I get it. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Life and Lessons of Me. I hope you come back next week to, you know, see how this ended up. Um, oh, and I might be on the front cover of a magazine if you're from around here. Just keep an eye out for that. I did not know I was going to be on the front cover. Did not plan that. But give that article a read. Um, it's about Jolly, my service dog, and, uh, you know, a little bit about me and, my, and the podcast and things like that. So, you know, if it brings some more traffic to the podcast, I'm not complaining. 
Uh, so with that, I'm going to end the episode. And yeah, I'll catch you on the next one.